I was just, I wanted to test the volume on the mic. Test, test. Sibilis, sibilis, sibilis. Testing. <laughs> but I was going to say, uh, in tribute, that was, that was the OC Reels, aka the cover band that Shannon created uh, for the finale of Real Housewives of Orange County. With the, the song, I, I will say personally, I like, it's been stuck in my head. <laughs> But I was going to sing it going into this, like the chorus, because the chorus is like, it's, um, I'm trying, I'm going to try to like hit a note that won't annoy everyone. <laughs> like, it's like, <laughs> I can't do it. Because you like, it's hard to sing. I'm going to give the ladies that, like, even if you're a, like, and I'm not a good singer, but I would imagine with the, like, that I do whatever I want, <laughs> whatever I want, with no explanations. And I am fucking up. I'm hitting the red already. I can see on the mic. Um, let me just make sure this went through. Let me just make sure really quick. Yay, it went through. I don't know. I, I hit the red no matter what, like, no matter what I do. She rhymes. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's the OC reels with whatever I want. <laughs> but I was going to say I do whatever I want, whenever I want, with no explanation. Because I'm uh, doing both the OC reunion part one and two, pretty much a full two and a half, three weeks late. <laughs> so, hey, I do whatever I want, whenever I want, with no explanation. Welcome to the Witty Bitch Podcast. <laughs> and I will say that song was written by, thank you, thank you, Windows. That song was written by um, <laughs> Richard Marks, which, guess what, Heather Dubro will never, ever let us forget that she is friends with Richard Marks. But in my notes, I wrote Karl Marx. <laughs> I was like, Karl Marx? I was like, what, what, what's he doing? I was like, is it the, the Real Housewives of the Communist Manifesto over here? Like, what are we doing over with that? <laughs> I was like, Allison, get it together. But um, yeah, I mean, I... Okay, we're going to cover... I'm covering both Reunions Part 1 and 2 in this episode. And I will say, I'm, I'm so glad that Bravo showed us the restraint. Like, <laughs> like they just showed the restraint to not do a three-part reunion because we don't need that anymore. We don't need any more. Thank you for listening to us. Because we don't, I can't, because I was like, if they do three parts on this damn season of OC, I will lose it. And I love Bravo. And I want to say, I love OC because it's, it's the, it's like, I just go back. It's like, I'm, I'm going to complain. I, I complain all season, but then I'm like, yay, the new season's up. This one's going to be good. It's, it's like, you just go back every time. And so, but I will say my notes are really all over the place because just reunions are hard. And I honestly, I didn't expect to make this episode because I had my notes for Jersey. So excited. The Jersey finale, which Jersey was only, what was it, 12 episodes this season? Or was it 13? 12, but it was shorter, because OC was like 16 episodes. And it did not need to be. No offense, ladies. No offense. But um, uh, but yeah, but but either way, I, but I was like, oh, I'm going to tag a little, a, a couple little side notes on the end of it. But the more notes that I started writing, the more I was like, oh, I was like, OC deserves her own episode. And let's face it, they do. They do. <laughs> They do whatever they want, whenever they want, with no explanation. Oh, and I should add, it was that song was written by Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes, which hadn't heard that name since 
I believe, didn't she do all the, I mean, I know she's, um, I guess what <laughs> NT lawyer would call her like a, like a B or C list celebrity in her own right, or probably he would call her like a D list. But I remember like she was some sort of VJ, I believe back in the day, like an MTV VJ of some sorts, or maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like she would host spring break. But I remember her the most from, uh, doing the Windsor Pilates infomercials. And I think I've mentioned Windsor Pilates on here before, but I'm telling you, Windsor Pilates, bun and thighs. It's a, it's a good one. Just 17 minutes right before bed. Just do it. It's good. It, it's like, it, just to, it's, it's like, it's, it's all floor work. You just kind of like, you just kind of, your mind just trails off or maybe only mine does because I've been doing it since I was 15 off and on. <laughs> and right now it's been very off. Very, <laughs> I have been on break. From Windsor Pilates, but just I was like Daisy Fuentes from Windsor Pilates Bun and Thigh infomercials. <laughs> Which, yeah, I have a. Oof, you guys, we don't want to get into that, but I have a like a. I have an insane love of infomercials, and I'm not kidding. Like on Saturday mornings when I was a kid, I would, I would watch like Billy Mays selling OxyClean instead of watching Saturday morning cartoons, <laughs> or like um. For a while, I, when I was, uh, I used to drive my one, one this is, it's a throwback to a, a different podcast I was on, but I used to always, like, enter every story, like, back in the day, like, with this one ex-boyfriend, <laughs> back in the day, this, and I, <laughs> so it's kind of a trope, but with one ex-boyfriend, I think I would drive, I think he was, like, the, like this one, he was like, oh, I'm gonna dump her, like, she needs to be broken up with, like, this is not to be trusted, because one night I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, like flipping through the channels, but I was like, oh my gosh, Emeril Agassi's toaster oven's on, we have to watch this, and I watched a full hour of just Emeril Agassi selling a toaster oven, <laughs> and it's, and I've watched it multiple times since then, I love Emeril Agassi, <laughs> he was made to sell toaster ovens, or, I believe that's what he's selling, I mean, all I know is you can, you can, you can cook a full roast chicken in that thing in like an hour, are you kidding me, bam, bam, Emeril <laughs> Okay, but very distracted, very distracted. But um, the reason that I said that these notes, like that my notes are a little off because I truly was like, uh, it's, it, usually I'm like, I don't want to cover reunions because reunions are already covering everything else that happened all season. So I feel redundant. And then I was like, also OC wasn't, you know, like to quote Shania, <laughs> to quote Shania Twain, that don't impress me much. This season, that's how I felt. <laughs> but then the more, the more I wrote, the more I was like, oh, I, this could be a whole episode. And, like it would be ridiculous to tag it on to that other one because it would be like a three-hour episode, you know. Also, I would, I'd be remiss to to say anything about Shania Twain if I didn't say, did you all catch um, Shania and Harry Styles, Shania Twain? If I need to say a last name or that, but performed man, I feel like a woman together. It's on YouTube. Look at it. It came up in my algorithm. I believe it's kind of new though. Dare I say Coachella? I don't know, but look it up. Amazing performance. I feel like I've like, cause I saw that. And then I just, I went into a full Harry Styles deep dive. Uh, and I just, I think I've been sleeping on Harry Styles. I did not know like what a talent, like amazing performances. I'm, <laughs> 
<laughs> for someone that's covering the Real Housewives of OC, I'm doing everything I can to not cover the Real Housewives of OC right now. <laughs> okay, we'll start. But again, I'm doing episodes one or reunions part one and two, so everything's going to be kind of mixed. And the notes are kind of out of order, but I think that's okay. Do we really need an order to reunion? There's certainly... it's. It, Look, I know Andy Cohen, but even he can't keep order of these ladies. Am I right? First of all, I'll say we start with episode one, at least a reunion part one, which we're doing that new thing that they, well, it's not new anymore. I guess it's kind of been a couple years of doing like, whoa, it shows, like, it shows them like getting ready. Like, everyone's in their trailers and Andy's like, hey, what's up, ladies? Hey, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Like, and, like everyone's in the, like arriving to set and getting ready in their makeup chairs and what me like I don't know how today's gonna go who knows how it's gonna be it's my first one and like Noelle is like like she makes this champagne sound and she's like pop the cherry first reunion and I was like go off Noella <laughs> I might be the only Bravo watcher that like, I'm like I am team Noella I am here for it give I want Noella to have a sophomore season and if she doesn't I will be I will go on break. <laughs> I will boycott, but just, I won't really boycott. You guys know, bravo, you know that I'll never, I wish I knew how to quit you, but I don't. And so, yeah, but one of the, so one of the main dramas that we start with is Shannon, she's calling like a, a bunch of different people. Cause she's like, well, my, hey, it's me, Shannon. I can't, <laughs> my dress doesn't work. The dress isn't working. The dress didn't work. I have nothing to wear. And then she's like, and guess what? I don't have shoes. So I'm like, Shannon, did you show up with nothing? Cause like, if the dress doesn't work, that's one thing. But I'm like, then being like, well, I don't have shoes either. <laughs> it's like, well, how do you not have shoes? <laughs> you can't. Like, I know it has to be like heels because it's like the, like when you have packed heels, if you, but ironically, I was going to say, I think like Shannon's never looked better at a reunion because like her last minute dress, it is like, it's like a high top, like pink, sparkly. I know they always get, like, a theme for the reunion. I don't know what this one was. Maybe Easter? Easter on acid? <laughs> I don't know. But um, but I thought Shannon looked fantastic. And she later in the reunion said, like, oh, well, I got a facelift two weeks ago, actually. I was like, that's cutting it close. No pun intended. The food cut. <laughs> and um, she also <laughs> she said that the doctor called her... her called John, so her long-term boyfriend at this point, like, and was like, you know, I've never cut more skin. He was like, in all my years of practice, I've never cut more skin off of someone's neck than Shannon's. It's like, jeez. <laughs> but between a last-minute facelift and getting a dress, like, 15 minutes before filming, I was like, Shannon, you are a last-minute queen, an icon, a legend. Like, the next time some, like... You are Miss Procrastin Procrastination. Procrastination. <laughs> um, yeah, let's see. So then my just other just general note, and this goes for the throughout the whole reunion, Heather is getting the special treatment. And I don't know if I mean I understand that Heather is very rich. I get that. I very I definitely understand that Heather is rich. She Hey, let's, let's face that fact. Not, not 10 seconds go by that she does not remind us how very rich she is. I get it. But like, it felt, I just feel like we were like really leaning towards every, like, just like the whole cast except for Noella. And then also 
even Andy would like just lean towards anything Heather said. Like at, at one point he's even like, okay, I need to, but we need to get on track. And she's like, no, but like, I need to say this actually, we do need to get on track, but I'm saying this. And I was like, geez, like Heather's on one and the karma thing, but we'll get to the karma thing with the karma comment. Whew. And then let's see. I did write again, these beginning notes are very all over, but it's kind of like, these are, these are the kind of phone calls that <laughs> the few people in my life that watch Bravo get where I'll just call and just be like all over the place about it. But I will say baby Ben calling in the middle of the two reunions was so cute. Was like, Hello. Hi dad. <laughs> where are you? Are you in California? And Andy was like, yeah. Hey Ben, it's me in California. I'm with the real houses of orange County. Want to say hi to them? And he's like, yeah. And then he just says, Hi. He's like, okay, bye. I love you. See you tomorrow. But it was very cute. You can only hear his voice, but if you follow Andy on Instagram, you can sometimes see little baby Ben, and he's very cute. Oh, another one that I wrote was Emily, who usually I love, but Emily will not shut up. Emily. Emily. We love you. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Like, literally, shut up. I wanted to be like, can someone bring out a platter of sandwiches to hand to her? And like, that's, and I'm not, that's not a shameful thing because her whole trope this whole season has been just like, like the eating, like, huh, I'm going to have a sandwich in the sauna. I'm going to have a sandwich while I'm changing my tampon in the airplane bathroom. I just have sandwiches, sandwiches galore. I'm going to have a sandwich during this sandwich during that. It's like, if she, like, if this, if this, Emily, if you don't come out with a line of turkey sandwiches, then shame on you because you have been just rocking sandwiches. Not since Lindsay of Summerhouse saying, how many sandwiches have you made me this year? <laughs> how many sandwiches have you made me this summer? <laughs> Not iconic fight. Actually, I'll say, you know what? Sandwiches belong to Lindsay of Summerhouse. So, but whatever. But it's like, geez, but just because Emily is cu just cutting in on every single thing. I mean, like, well, you know what? As an attorney, it's like, okay, but you're right now, guess what? Take the attorney hat off because right now you're sitting on the housewives reunion couch. So, you know, like, and, and if you were my attorney, I wouldn't want you to speak out like that. Just, just stop. Yeah, but whatever. My notes again are like chaotic because <laughs> I didn't expect to do, I, I truly expected to just kind of tack this on to the end and it still might be a shorter episode, but, um, I did write, I think that Emily and Shannon were very, very mean girls this whole season. I mean, obviously Heather was a mean girl. We know that, but I knew that when she came in, we know that Heather's going to be mean. That's like Heather is going to be mean and rich and that's what you need in a housewife. Like you need just a shrill mean, rich, skinny, scary, conniving, tries to convince you that you're having a mental breakdown and throw you into an insane asylum, which she did to Shannon on Shannon's first season, lest we forget. Like, we need that. But, like, with Heather, I know that. But with Gina and Emily, like, they just got really, I don't know, nasty. And I've, I've always known that Gina, Gina, oh, it's me, Gina from Long Island. Blah. Like, I don't trust anyone that keeps their accent that long. That's all I'm going to say about that. Looking at you, Lisa Vanderpump. Like, I seriously, I really don't trust anyone that has, like, 
when you keep, I, I understand transitioning back into an accent. Like if you're around that, like if you're like, when you, if you take a trip home, it's like, maybe you kind of get into it, but, but it's like, no, if you keep your accent, like, cause it's like, how long have you been here? And yeah, you know, it's like, but it's me. I talk like that. Cause I'm from Long Island. Am I right? And it's like, no, that's not your, no, right now you're from Orange County. Like, what does your license say? Where do your kids go to school? How long have you been here? You're from Orange County. Like, don't, like, it doesn't need to be, like, that intense. That's how I talk. Like, even our Jersey ladies don't talk like that. And I know Long Island is not Jersey, but I'm just saying. Or it's close enough. And I, <laughs> I'm probably going to get beat up. <laughs> but just, they were so, like, the general note with that was just, they were so swayed by everything. Like, they just, they went down so hard. Everyone generally cast, aside from Shannon on Noella, who I know that Noella is, look, I can see how it's, you can love her or hate her. I can, I, I get it, but it's like, this is someone that went through a, a public divorce and the loss of her father. And they were all like, oh my God, shut up already. I can't even take you. And it's like, geez, I'm like she's going through a lot right now. Like, can someone just be a friend? Like what's, cause Gina... We're still talking about your fucking divorce and your weird domestic abuse thing with Matt, your really hot ex who just only lived in LA, which I guess that explains all of that. But what? And then furthermore, speaking of domestic abuse, they tried to be like, oh, like, <laughs> and he's like, so here's a clip of Shannon talking to John at dinner. And it's Shannon and John talking by themselves, but Shannon, who's been getting just dragged to hell and back from G Gina all season. Gina's Shannon's just jealous of me. Shannon does this. Shannon that. Shannon that. Like, but John, like, I think John says something like, you know what, Shannon? Fuck her. Like, just fuck her. But he's, I think he's trying to like, like, he's not, he's just like, you know, he's probably had to hear Shannon cry a thousand times at the hands of Gina already at this, at, G at, the, ha at the hands of Gina. <laughs> but like, I think if a guy has had to hear, or if a girl has had to hear their boyfriend cry, or vice versa, a girl has had to hear, or a guy's had to hear their girlfriend cry, I think if it's been, like, weeks and weeks of just bullying and crying, I think you would just be like, you know what, fuck that person. And that's all he says at dinner. He's not like, oh, let's kill her, but he's just like, fuck her. You know what, fuck her. Like, fuck her. That's it. And she's like, I don't know, it sounds pretty abusive to me. Is there domestic violence in the home? And it's like, no. I think anyone would be like, fuck that person. I don't even think you have to be in a romantic relationship. I think even if I was just friends with someone and for like weeks and weeks and weeks, they're like crying. Like it's like, Hey, this person's bullying me at work. Essentially, let's face it. The housewives are working. Like, I think at some point I'd be like, well, then you know what? Then fuck her. Like, if it was like it's like, Vanessa hurt me again today at work. And I, Vanessa hurt me again. Vanessa said this, Vanessa said that. And I'd be like, you know what? fuck Vanessa. Like, I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> and it's like, that does not, that does not, I don't know. So I think domestic abuse, is a, that's a very, that's a big word to throw around there, uh, Gina. And you would know. So to say that about John, who I don't believe, as, as far as, knock on wood, I think, I think John makes Shannon nothing but happy. I want to, <laughs> my voice is already shot from doing the, <laughs> from doing other impressions but I want to do the hat when Shannon goes I'm just so ha happy 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 I'm happy 
when Shannon's, because her voice gets really high when she's, like, really on one. Like, she's just, I can't hit it. You guys, I already ruined my voice from trying to sing my, my Richard, my Richard Karl Marx, Daisy Fuentes. What's going on on my computer? I hope that that's not, that sound isn't coming through. But if it is, maybe, maybe it's a good sound for you all. I think it means, like, an update. Just think of it as, like, ASMR, but, like, for computer sounds. And they cut to another scene of, like, I'm like, let's really beat up Shannon right now. And, like, and he's like, so, your daughter's, uh, your daughter said that she doesn't know what healthy relationships look like, and she doesn't feel like she deserves one. How's that? What's that like? And it, like, cut to a scene of Shannon's eldest daughter, who's, I guess, in college in Texas, but she's dating a very nice guy, and she's like, no, it's just so nice, and I just didn't know it could be that way, because I never had that growing up, and, and it was a really sad scene, and it was hard to watch, and I was like, I was like, geez, we are really, like, we're laying it on thick with Shannon. We're laying it on as thick as Shannon does with cream cheese in the middle of some salmon on Home Shopping Network as, as, like, as we are on her. So I was like, can we let, like, can we let Shannon believe me? Like, so is, so is your boyfriend? Is that domestic abuse? Is that domestic violence at home? What's that like? And he just said, fuck that. Like, fuck Gina. I say fuck Gina. <laughs> to, to the wall in my apartment. And I'm just like, geez, fuck it already. Like, good Lord, let it go. And then the, the daughter's thing was rough. And I do love that Gina's, the, the twins, or not Gina, sorry, Shannon, but her two younger daughters, who, but they're just always laughing. Like, they seem like they're really, they love to giggle. I feel like they're like, they seem to have a very good attitude about life and about the show in general because they just always seem to be like cracked up by all like just kind of like side-eyeing each other the way that you would like a best friend like be like <laughs> like just like holding in laughter it's like even at that lunch they're like okay and then so we get to oh boy we're gonna get to the whole oh so annoying but that okay so did heather or did heather not speaking of abuse attack a cameraman <laughs> or, or whatever Noella said. And I will say this, we clearly see that Heather does push a camera back and like kind of thrust it down. So she's like, no cameras down, cameras down. This is it. cameras down. And it's like, okay, Heather, but it's on that like very first episode. And, um, they're like, so Heather, did you, or didn't you? And she's like, let's get one thing straight. <laughs> I wish, what's that direct quote of what she said to Shannon? She's like, if you say one more thing about me or my family, you will lose a lot more than my friendship. And that is not a threat. It's a promise or whatever scary thing she said. <laughs> just looking like, just fully like the Grinch who stole Christmas <laughs> with her high top ponytail. <laughs> Heather's going to come get me and that's okay. <laughs> but they go back and forth and back and forth and it's like good lord like because I do think that Heather came on here being like oh it's gonna be my triumphant return or whatever you know and in some ways it was I guess I don't know would you say triumph it was kind of I mean she came back <laughs> I guess that's triumphant return you know she's kind of a maybe it's like she it's like a back in college when someone would puke and rally at a party, which I never, I never agreed with that. I was like, if you're puking, you need to go, you need to rally yourself into bed with some water and maybe some saltine crackers. But 
<laughs> yeah. So Heather's Trump return was a puke and rally return. But um, so the, the big fight of that first episode, though, if we all remember, was that. I Oh, no, that wasn't the big fight. No, it was that so that or it wasn't the first episode then. Whatever. This this big fight, though, with the cameraman in Heather's house, which she spent. She spent literally $30,000 on sushi, which is insane. That's what some people make in a year. Neither here nor there. No one's bitter about not getting their stimulus check. (laughs) It was about, um, like, Nicole Weiss, who they... This has happened a couple times. (coughs) Excuse me. That was... That's ASMR. Is it ASMR or ASMAR? It's ASMR. But, so Nicole Weiss, but a, a few times I feel like this year on Housewives, we've just randomly just had a housewife disappear and they don't explain why. And I think it's all like related to like not, com- like not being compliant with like COVID restrictions or things like that. But it's just weird how we just have these ones like that are big in the plot in the beginning of the season, just like they disappear. But no- Nicole Weiss was very much on it. And the thing was that she had had a lawsuit against Terry Debro back when she was in her 20s. I don't know what age she is now. But she was like, I was in my 20s. Because, like, Terry and Heather, like, accost her in their, like, side guest room. Or, like, or not guest room. Like, in one of, their, one of their millions of rooms at the party. And they're like, are you Nicole Weiss? Did you sue me? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yes. Like, she, like, cries. Really, she cries as hard as she can with all the Botox she's had. But the thing I want to talk about more, and I wish they would have covered this is that like when they do like the throwback picture of like because Shannon was like I wouldn't have recognized her I don't know I don't know I I thought I was like this couldn't be the same Nicole because she looked totally different but when they show those side by sides they do look different but it was like she was blonde and dating Kid Rock like blonde giant like very uh Pamela adjacent kind of like it's like you can tell she went in and said give me Pamela and they said we can't give you Pamela, but this is the best we can do. And she was like, I'll take it. <laughs> and then Kid Rock was like, look, I'm not Tom Ely, but this is, I'm Kid Rock. But I wish we would have explored that more. Like, just like, so you dated Kid Rock. Like, let's talk about that. I don't know. But, oh, and then the other thing with Heather and Noella. <laughs> the, the whole porn. Like, so Noella gave... Heather's daughter, who is bisexual, uh, for her novel release or her book release party, she gave her for fun, like Words with Friends, which is a very popular card game. But it's kind of like it's kind of it's a little cheeky. It can get a little naughty. Like it's it's kind of like ad libs, but like uh, you know, like adult ad libs. Like or you know, you just kind of get a little. But so some of the things, like, and then they keep cutting back to that one shot that's, like, the, like, beep, beep, beep. Like, like the, you're, she's, like, this one card said, performing bah, 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 on food in the credenza. Like, and it's, like, okay, Heather. But it's, but Words with Friends, it's a pretty common card. I mean, if you haven't heard of it, I'd be pretty shocked. Uh, if you're listening to my podcast and you haven't heard of it, I'd be shocked. But so I guess there was an LGBTQ edition, and... No, I was like, oh, that's the perfect gift to give. You know, like, that's a fun, you know, it's, like, just a fun little, you pick it up, you know, like, just wherever, like, at a Spencer's Gifts. And, but Heather was like, you gave my daughter pornography. And it's like, Heather, she didn't give your daughter pornography. <laughs> and, like, 
And she's like, well, Merriam-Webster would disagree. And I don't know why I'm doing Heather's voice like that, because she doesn't talk that low. <laughs> but it's a whole thing. And I, But I will say, this is all leading up to my... I think my favorite line of the of of the reunions, even though I'm not, I don't know. Heather is someone again with my housewives. It's like, I think I don't. I don't know. It's I don't agree with Heather's actions, but hey, she at least drove the plot. Not as much as Noella did. I mean, Heather tried to kind of block the plot, but I think her trying to block the plot became the plot, which. Maybe we, we what what kind of plot would we have had if if she hadn't blocked that plot? Would, would we have had a better plot? We don't know. Two plots divulged in the woods. And we took the one less traveled. And that's the one that Heather blocked us from. And that has made all the difference. It's a Robert Frost quote. But no, but so Heather goes, Grass is green, sky is blue, Noelle is a liar. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to say that about anyone that ever disagrees with me ever. I'm just going to be like, okay, that's fine. Like if I disagree with the fact, like, like if I like see, I don't know if I'm like, oh, like calorie count on this cookie, grass is green, sky is blue, calories are fake, calories are a liar, Noel is a liar. That's it. And then we get to the question no one wanted at all. Uh, but thanks, Andy, for asking it. But like, so ladies, does anyone have their celebrity hall pass? <laughs> As in, who you're allowed to cheat on if you like? If it was a celebrity that you encountered, who would who would you like go after? And Shannon's like, no, no, I don't have a no. I would no, no. And I kind of wish, I believe Shannon on that one. She just doesn't seem like she. She's like, I've never thought about it. It's like, I bet I don't. I don't think she has. Like she struck me as I don't. I'll say that Shannon is, like, it's, the way she gets kind of flustered sometimes, but, like, I think she's nothing but authentic, and that's what I love about Shannon so much. Like, she really is real, and, like, that's what she, like, it reminds you of, like, like talking, like, to, I don't know, like, your mom's friends, or, like, a crazy aunt, or, and I don't mean crazy in a bad way, that's, because I don't want to use those words with Shannon, because I know that people love to use that, but it's, like, she, she's eccentric, she's out there, but, like, but she's very real. I don't think she's ever like lying or putting on a facade. And but so when she was no, I was like, I believe that she'd be like, no, I've never thought of what a hall pass. What what what? <laughs> Flustered by it. And then Emily's like, my hall pass would be Jax from Sons of Anarchy. I was so scared she was gonna say Jax from um, Vanderpump Rules. I was like, no, because like, <laughs> Emily, no. Like I was like, you've already done enough this reunion. As an attorney, as an attorney. I can't even do her voice right As an attorney, I've done so much already. <laughs> but yeah, she was like, Jax from Sons of Anarchy, which is played by that, um, I'm going to mispronounce this a lot, Charlie Hunnam guy. I, yeah. Who is um, attractive. Uh, in, but then Noelle goes, oh my God, my boyfriend looks just like him, actually. <laughs> and like cracks up. And then they show a side by side. I was like, mmm. Noella, does your boyfriend look just like him? Or no? <laughs> Is this a case of Dr. Wendy from Potomac saying that her husband looks just like Idris Elba? Wherein it's like, you know what? 
Wendy, your husband looked perfectly fine, but if we're doing a side-by-side of Idris Elba, it's, who's going to hold up to that? Like, don't, don't be like, oh yeah, my, my boyfriend just, he looks just like him. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, Ella, no. And then the producers did just do a side-by-side and I was like, ooh, because <laughs> he looks fine, but he doesn't look like the guy from Sons of Anarchy, that's for sure. And then Noella's hall pass, she's like, I don't know, because it's a classic. And I was like, this could go anywhere. (laughs) I was like, what's a classic? (laughs) She was like, Janet Jackson. (laughs) I was like, okay, go off. And Heather was like, me? None. No, no hall passes, just high ponytails so I don't have to get too much work done. You know what I mean? Just, that's my secret. No, no plastic surgery for me, just high ponytails. And it's like, okay, Heather. Okay, crazy Heather Debra. All right. All right. The Grinch who stole Housewives. Making us, yeah, the, the Grinch who stole the plot of this season of Housewives of OC. And then Jen, the weird, oh god, we haven't even talked about Jen the whole time. So Jen has just been, Jen's kind of like, the whole season I'm like, oh yeah, Jen's here. Like, hey, hi Jen, hey, good to see hey there, hi. <laughs> she goes, mine would have to be Sean Penn. And it's like, what? Like even Andy was like, oh. Okay, and like went to the he was like on to the next. I was like, uh, like what? <sighs> like which era? What time? Is there a movie that inspired this? Or like, okay, all right, and he passed right over it. And then like, then we go to Gina, and she goes, "Oh my God, mine would have to, mine totally Jimmy Fallon." And he was like, "Really? Really? Is that that is interesting?" And she's like, "I know." And he was like, yeah, "That is really." A, it's just like, really, really? It's my, Jimmy Fallon. It's like, who fucking knows? And yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you my, I'll tell you my hall pass would be. My, my hall pass would have to be either David Duchovny as Hank Moody from Californication, the Showtime series, or... John Hamm as Don Draper from Mad Men. <laughs> AMX. <laughs> well, you know, it, what it, it doesn't matter what channel it came on. I don't know why I'm naming the channels. <laughs> and say what you will about those hall passes, but it, it's a tie. It's a tie between those two. <laughs> what can I say? I love I love a problematic, successful womanizer. That's <laughs> what I love. Good old Hank Moody. I will say I've, I've been under the weather for quite a few days in a row now. And, um, I watched, I'm not kidding. One of those days I was just like stuck inside. I was like, I'm so sick. I can't even like, I can't do a thing. And I watched like 12 hours of Californication and I like kept falling asleep in and out of it. So like, that's a weird experience too, to just watch that show and just be like asleep and then awake and like asleep and then awake, (laughs) like, and like a little feverish. So you're like kind of like weird in the head. I mean, I love that show. I love Californication. Um, hot take. Love that show. It's, it's like a show. It's like 20 years old at this point. If you guys want this year's trendiest show, look no further than your Showtime app. Use your mother's login and find Californication. <laughs> Starring Dave Duchovny and that really beautiful woman that plays his wife. And the guy that played Harry from Sex and the City, but he plays Ruckle on there. Uh... But yeah, neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, those are mine. If Andy asked me, I have my mind lined up. But it's not Sean Penn. Because that was weird, Jen. Jen, stop being weird. 
And then we will get to our Jen segment, which that was a perfect transition. Jen, stop being weird is my Jen segment. That's what I would title it. But hers, they do a whole thing of like Jen and her family and all that stuff. But she's just like, she's never, <laughs> she's so monotone. She's still like, mm-hmm, yeah, that, mm-hmm, sure, fine. <laughs> the whole like, the worst thing is like, so her husband's name is, he likes to go by Ryan, R-Y-N-E. Uh, and Annie was like, so, Jen, your husband, can you pronounce his name? And she's like, uh, he, let, he wants me to call him Ryan, but I still call him Ryan, because that's his birth name. And, oh, I said that he doesn't have a business, but he does. So we're, like, almost equal, I guess, but he doesn't really work anyways. And it's like, geez, hate him more. <laughs> and like, yeah, when he left the house, like, he did leave for a few weeks um, and that made our marriage stronger. Like we were, our marriage was strongest when he just was not here. <laughs> it's like, sounds great. <laughs> and, like, uh, and the classic, Hey, as long as you treat me as well as you treat the dog, just treat me like the dog and I'll be happy. It's like, that's red flag, red flag, red flag. And another red flag was his business is something to do with very high end celebrity clients. According to Jen. And she's like, yeah, but he doesn't tell me because I would tell everybody. And I was like, that's a red flag. He's out there cheating. Somebody call Shaggy. <laughs> Somebody call Shaggy because it wasn't me. It was Ryan cheating on you. And I think it's weird of Jen to say he can't tell me about the high-end clients that come to his business because she allegedly runs a med spa. Uh, I guess she's a quote-unquote doctor that does plastic surgery, but it's a med spa. But you would assume that high-end clients go there, so it's like, if you're, are you just are you just gonna run your mouth about every client that goes to your spa then? Because that's that. Like, I would not want that in a doctor if that's what you are, Jen. And uh, yeah, but I don't know. I just think it's weird to be like, yeah, like, oh yeah, he he has work, but he doesn't tell me about it because I would tell everyone about it. It's all weird. It's all, it's strange. I don't know. Give, you know what? Let's give, let's, let's keep the cast right where it is. Cause I, let's see a sophomore season from everyone. And Nicole Weiss can come back if she's COVID compliant with restrictions. And only if she talks about Kid Rock and she can come back as a friend of for like one episode and just be like really messy and then like leave. That's what I want from her. And then, yeah. So then we do like the Noella segment. And Noella, I will say this about Noella, like she's, sometimes her delivery is not amazing, but she, she is the only one that's like, I will get up in Heather's face. Well, she doesn't get in Heather's face. She's very, she's actually, I bet, I bet arguing with Noella would be very frustrating because she's very calm and slow in the way she delivers things. Like, and she does this like very calm, controlled smile and she is strikingly beautiful she was a model so I think she like very great control but she's always very like she really doesn't get super worked up except for that one scene by the river when she like screamed but that was a solo scene but um but she like calls everyone out and she's like yeah well no one would be friends with me because you won't let them Heather because you have power over everyone and then Andy of course cuts in and is like so Noella anyways your dad he was a weather reporter uh he's dead though but I remember growing up on him. How was that losing your dad? He's dead. Remember how your dad's dead and he died this season? <laughs> and like, she's like, yeah, well, 
He never wrote back her report cards. And just when I got into my modeling, like when I had my book and Emily was like, well, you know, as an attorney, and it's like, Emily, shut the fuck up. Emily, shut up. Shut up. It's stop. You got to stop, babe. I was rooting for you, Emily. We were all rooting for you, but you can't, you can't cut into the Noella's thing. And then that's when we get to the karma comment, too. Of So so all the ladies went to Aspen this season right after, I think it was like literally a couple days after Noella's father had passed. And they were doing that tour of the house. And at this point, I hate the whole trope of like, who's going to get what room? Like, I want, we're all going to fight over the rooms. We're crazy. Like, because it, it takes up like seven minutes of airtime and it's just like, it's bullshit. Like, it's just, it seems silly because they're all the rooms are equally nice. But I think Noella kind of like half jokingly, half for real when they saw like the master suite that matched the same master that was just downstairs first the upstairs one. She was like, well, my father just passed. So I think I get this one. And then Heather like walked out and was like, well, that's ridiculous. Cause my father died too. Should I get the best room? And it's like Heather. And then like, but then later that, uh, that night at dinner, Heather's still being mean to Noella as is everyone. And Noella's like, you know what? That's your karma. And that's going to come back to you. I'm not going to like not doing it. And then Heather goes, well, your karma you're living your karma right now, which is that, can you imagine losing a parent and then someone saying, that's your karma, that's your karma on you right now? And she's like, well, it's essentially the same, Andy. And I just can't, I cannot imagine. And they, they truly were. I, I know Noella is a, she's a wild card. She's out there. Please, please, bravo. Like, just, I want, I want a second season because I, I want more Noella because I, I want to see, because it, it's like, we were watching someone get dragged through hell and back. I want to see like just a regular season. Like I want to see I am woman. Hear me roar Noella. And with her new sex toy company, which, um, Hey Noella, send one my way. I'll be here. But yeah, they just really were so vile to her this season, like about everything except for Shannon was very, very sweet to her again. I love my Shannon. Shannon. But yeah, that song, the, God, the, <laughs> I can't, the, I'm going to end, like, I'm going to close out the podcast with it, so don't you all worry, <laughs> the OC Reels, the, the I do whatever I want, whoever I want, with no explanation, I like the with no explanation, but yeah, Richard Marks and Daisy Fuentes, I bet they've never been prouder of anything in their whole lives, nor have they been paid more. <laughs> But to, to end the whole uh, episode on the second, or in the, on the, the whole reunion, and he's like, so to end the reunion on a positive note, why don't we all go around and say something positive about each other? And at that point, I just didn't, I just put the notebook down. I was like, I'm not taking notes anymore. <laughs> I can't, I cannot. But I was like, here's, I'll say my positive thing to say about everyone involved, all of this, the whole seat, all of OC this season, my positive, my positive note, my positive thing to say is, um, yeah, the positive note is that the season is finally over. And that's my positive note. <laughs> and on that note, I'll leave you all with this. <laughs> Love you. Thanks for tuning in. Have an amazing week. Bye.
played. Also, I just put together. <laughs> but Richard Marks is the wherever I go, whatever I do. So maybe he just loves any song with whatever in it. He just loves to be like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> he loves a wherever, what, is he behind Shakira's wherever, whenever? Who knows? We'll never know. <laughs> but okay, for real now, goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You can find me on Instagram at Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at WittyBitchPodcast. Uh, you can find me also on Instagram, just on my personal one, at TrainRook, T-R-A-I-N-W-R-U-K. And that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.